Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats. Cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Five. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. September 14th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday morning. Hope everybody's having a great start to their morning. It can be even better if you pop into a Thornton's, get some donuts. They've got a really delicious bakery fresh every morning. They've got fresh fruit and coffee. Uh, I just think those are the three essentials. You don't generally get all three maybe at the same time, but at least one out of the three, maybe two out of the three, Thornton's has you covered. And if you're just looking for a little candy, snacks, maybe a Powerade, five-hour energy, whatever you've got, Thornton's has it. Shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper. Nick Roush, how are you this morning? I'm doing well. Um, Duke slept the entire night. That was great. Didn't have to make any trips into the his room to nap on the twin bed for a while. So felt good. Nice. Feeling refreshed. Um, I do have a, a challenge question I've got to ask you you guys. Um, I'm the, uh, we're the folks you, staff. You're, you're the vets. So I caught up on the last two episodes last night before this finale. Still probably not going to watch it tonight. because 9 o'clock, two hours. I, I don't think I will either, and that kills me because I really want to. So yeah. what's the point of gameplay in the show? What do you mean? I, the, 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 Danny spent an entire episode... Oh my! Are you, the, who am I going to put in? I don't want to make so and so mad. We were working together. What's the point of working together with anybody in this stupid show? There's none. There's absolutely no point to work together with anybody because what's the worst thing they're going to do? You you take off one person and they put you in the challenge pit. Yeah, but couldn't you make the case about that in any reality game show game? Uh, they just it's different. Like they have they have their sides, and sometimes it's conflicted, but. You know, they ultimately. You're right. You so, can ultimately go in despite being on the on the right side of things. My my big thing though is I think the the risk reward of of knocking out one of the best competitors versus making them mad and them coming back to try to get you. Yeah, like it's so much. No, you put them in the pit and you make and you potentially knock them out. I agree. It that's, makes that, so much a, more sense. Yeah, that's something that like goes on in the challenge forever. Because the way you got to look at it, you could be best for like you want to align yourself with the strong people because they're going to likely win the more daily challenges and have a say of who goes in. But if you ever have that power, yeah, you best believe you need to get because the finale, 
Like it's if, a free for all, right? If you right? have Tyson in the finale with you, he's probably going to beat you. Yeah. Like he's just he's in better shape, he's a better runner, he's a better swimmer, he's a better climber. All things that happen in the finale of the challenge, I totally agree with you on that. Especially yeah. the with like two episodes to go, right? They know the finals right around the corner. Right around the corner. It made no sense. Like I, <laughs> I agree and, with you, and I and I get it in Survivor where, like a group of people are voting, so like you can't. But like in the challenge, it's one person who wins. Or two people who win pick that day. Mm-hmm. So I just I thought it, I, the the next episode I just fast forwarded through all that gobbledygook and got to the challenge. Just the aspect. the drama of it. Oh, and the drama of it's funny because like in the most recent episode, not doing a spoiler, but it was like, hey, are you going to break against this alliance just because you're buddies with somebody? And that's a, you know it's a tough decision that you have to make in that scenario. I just got sick of the drama. It's like yeah, this doesn't show show me the goods. Which, by the way, that was hilarious. Just ending because they were so tired. Which it, one was it again? Uh, were the the they got to put the ball in the hoop? Oh yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it's oh it, it was the most like uh, old man gets like decides to get in a wrestling match and then after like. 30 seconds realizes, like, <gasps> that was the, David should have smoked him. He D- David has always been a fraud, even going back to his big brother. Can't day. believe that he, dude he, stayed all, in the he's show. All this fake song. Muscles. He's he all was fake so muscles. boring. Yeah. Dude, it didn't add anything he to the wasn't, show. But he was like one of the first ones out in Big Brother, too, because he was just uh, nothing nothing really going for him in that regard. Yeah, that that's kind of the difference between like the CBS version versus the MTV version. You get the right people in the MTV version. It could be like really kind of like, oh, they're going to wear out. But you can also get people that aren't going to to put on like who was it Enzo, <laughs> like you Enzo would get dominated by every single person on the MTV Challenge in that in that elimination. And let alone he ended up winning. So. I also just wanted to see more of them uh, drunk and like yeah, talking smack. Yeah, they, like that, that, that's that, a that's a difference between MTV. Uh, you haven't really had like the we the just sex, had like Sarah making a face at. Alyssa or whatever. Sarah is coming, and I, I used to like Sarah. She comes off as just a huge loser. Yeah. I feel like she'd be a lot to be around in her life. <laughs> yeah. But she is entertaining television. Great television, yeah, and she can Overly she confident. really, really wants to win. So. Just the way she was yelling at people in that little, like, tic-tac-toe game. I'd just be like, right, shut up. Just shut up. Like she, she was in hindsight though, right? Like they could have just knocked out the other two people. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And that was no pretty strategy. embarrassing that yeah. they had like a four or five to two advantage, and they still didn't Lost. get what they wanted. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she was right about it. But gosh, just just everybody, people got you got it's a personal game. Well, like, that's the comes problem. She doesn't know how to squash people. Yeah, no, she doesn't get people on her side. That was a nice little challenge aside to start our show. Um, but I th- it well, it's good. good because I was going to start the show by saying I don't know what we're talking about today. So <laughs> okay. at least we're off to a hot start. Scooter Dingus, how are you, pal? I'm good. I got uh, nine hours of sleep last night, so I am not tired today. I'm not tired. Finished season two of Stranger Things and started season three Ooh. last night. Oh, wow. please tell me, please tell me, season three is not a little love fest. My gosh, that first episode. No, that's how all Stranger Things open, where it's like. You get like that. You forget that it's a scary show, and then after like two, like the the first episode or two, they kind of make it not about. Is the that scary when they do the song? No, that's when like no, they're like all making out. And yeah, stuff Ellen, all the time. Ellen, old buddy, were kissing the whole episode. And then the redhead and um, yeah, oh, the other geez. guy, they're 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 all over each other. You don't remember when you were around that age making out with aliens? I mean, I I was definitely kissing, but yeah, I mean, I just don't want to see it. Yeah. I want to see more crazy stuff. I don't want to see them kissing the whole episode. Well, you know how TV shows work. I guess. Got to be patient. 
<laughs> well, it is a bit odd, isn't it? Bit odd. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you did you get sad at the season two finale? I don't think so. You, you weren't sad. Uh uh-uh. oh. Oh. I don't remember being sad. No. Oh. Well, but he was such a nice guy, though. Yeah. Oh well. You could see that coming a mile away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. You could see that coming from like episode two. Uh, all right. Well, we want to hear from you on the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Uh, I have just been, it's a good thing, but been just totally swamped at work. Uh, so, but I think that w- kind of worked out well because I don't think there's like a ton of huge breaking mm. UK news. Yesterday was a big um, Roush go get your life back together. Like, did grocery shopping, um, laundry, cut the grass. Like, it was very much a like, all right, let's reset. And took a nap, caught up weekend, on sleep. Yeah. And then before our deep breath in for the next, you know, the next string of days, we're probably going to be a little bit more newsworthy. That's good. So you got your nap in. Yep. Got a nap in. Um, got a. Got, did you see the cake that Mitch Barnhart got Mark Stoops? I did see the cake. I did. That's that's one of the few things I have written down that, for today. Is, I've got Big Blue Madness written down for today. Is that the most normal picture Mitch Barnhart's ever taken? I was, you know, I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah, like, like, because Mitch, I don't know what it is about him. It's something with his hands, his hand placement in pictures, and like, no, he t- he is a horrible picture taker. I, and I'm, that's not like being, you know, I know we get after him, up, and when we do get after him, it's nothing really personal. He seems like a fine fellow. This is know? the closest like, thing to being personal. Seems like me. he'd be a great neighbor to have. Athletic oh, yeah. director, I've got some issues. Yeah, he's not a great picture taker. And I don't say that to be mean, but oh, as somebody who's like has to, is bad at selfies because my fat face and no <laughs> ears, you know, like I, I know all about taking bad pictures. But there's something about like he just he looks so unlike himself in pictures. I don't, I don't, I don't. Well, he, he does too much. Yeah, it, it's 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 like whenever you. When you see old timey pictures and you see the people that just look stoic and mean the whole time, you know that, that that's just how they lived their life back in the day. They were grizzled. They're all like Mitch Barnhart does not come. Like he looks like a cartoon character in pictures, and I know he's not. He's the opposite of that. Back in the day, you weren't supposed to smile at pictures. Because they were going to steal your soul or something. It, it was supposed to be like it's just supposed to be like you. And smiling wasn't you. You never which, smiled as a human know, in the early 20th century. If you were growing up, yeah, in the uh. 1910s, there would be no smiling. Yeah, it's a good picture. It's a good cake. I saw some people say that the cake may be a little bit too busy. Uh, it's <laughs> a, it's a, it's a celebratory cake. It's supposed to be. Uh, do you think the that's fondant that the Mark Stoops little person? Like, do you think the Mark Stoops is edible? Um, in the cake, probably, but I wouldn't. Like it's it's technically edible, but it's like t- not tasty edible, you know. Yeah, you're probably right about that. And then you see that little like smoke would come out of it, and those little fireworks lit up too. Oh, that is cool. Uh, somebody had whoever made the cake was like, "Here's me with my cake," and it had like the little smoke and fireworks. Going. Oh, there's no way that Stoops is edible. <laughs> no, I think not that, a shot. That, I think that's fondant. I, I, I it, well, fondant is edible, but it's not good. But yes, exactly. I've watched plenty of cake toy. shows. It's a really complimentary Stoops figurine. If we're being honest, it's really tall. It looks great. A huge wingspan. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great cake, though. I really liked it. <laughs> it looks cool delicious. Cake. Uh, they have the whole field wrapped around. They've got like a. Uh, they got all those bowl trophies, love, all that Governor's Cup. I love the – oh, I don't know if I saw – oh, there's oh, the Governor's yeah. Cup. I love the ode to Jared and Schlarman as well. I like that. That was mm-hmm. a nice touch. Chris Oates. 
Yep, get a nice little double. They put Grove Street on the. Oh, that's the great. little Grove Street was a great addition as well. That's great. I, I love this stuff. Of course, this isn't a statue. No. No. But no. it's a, at least we'll a get, step in the right direction. Uh, did you also see the picture of Stoops with uh, Marty Smith? I did not. So Marty Smith came up to Lexington to do a feature with Stoops for SEC Nation. And our guy Stoops, I, I love his fashion choices. He's in like midweek coach, I don't give a damn kind of. like it, It's to the point where I know I don't care about fashion, but Stoops went with the old um, black and navy, just not giving a damn. He's got the, the black polo. Black and Navy's back, by the way. Really? Yeah. It's back as long as you can make it work. As long as you are the winningest coach in I mean, Kentucky football history. I'd say my bigger issue is the, the shoes Stoops wore. The, yeah. It's, it's, everything here is mismatch. Black I, shirt. I think if he wore black shoes, I think it'd actually be an all right little fit, to be honest with you. Like, yes. I think you could make that work. But the, the tan shoes, brown belt, Navy pants. Yeah, he, and those he, aren't blue jeans. Those are Navy pants. we got to remember he's, he's single Stoops. <laughs> He doesn't have anybody telling him what to wear when he's well, heading out of the house. But wouldn't single stoops, like, you know, church himself up a little bit more for the cameras? But he doesn't know what oh. – we all need a woman to tell us what looks good and what doesn't look good. That is true. Yeah. Because if I did not um, – like, I'm going to a wedding Friday. It's derby attire, and I, my wife just keeps reminding me. It's not infield derby attire. Oh, that's, that's a good. That's, yeah, just, I need that reminder. You need that refresher. No, it is funny. Most of my friends are are coupled off. I may have a few that are not, but it, it was funny just seeing their transformation and wardrobe. The more serious the oh, relations got, what, what like, I... oh, you're not wearing your old hippie sandals anymore, huh? That's interesting. Oh, oh you finally put on a collared shirt. You're looking pretty sharp there, man. pal. Oh, one of my one of my best friends growing up. <laughs> He's the worst about it. It's so bad because. I, I still remember him saying, like, why do I need three pairs of jeans? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and now he's got like he's he's very very much a sweater guy in in the winter times. And it's just like, this is not the Simmons that I used to know. <laughs> this is much. He's That's good though. Yeah. We, we should all make these transformations. It seems like stoops. Do you think not that I mean you I, think the, he's dating anybody? Um probably, I don't know. probably doing more than during, during football season, probably not, right? Like he didn't he doesn't want to have time for that. Maybe he has dinner with a, a regular, mm-hmm. you know, on the weekend or something. But like uh, after a win. But I, yeah, I feel like he, he's 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 busy guy, and that is one to one probably to, best to wash his hands of all that. Scoots one to ten. Where does Stoops fall on the attractive scale? This is such stupid radio. Bear with us. Yeah, of course. Mm, We're just been, been, you know six. I mean, probably I'm gonna based off only looks six, yes. but a lot of times women will see the other things involved, like how much money he has. So that might take him up to about a eight and a half, nine. I was gonna say, yeah, I don't know where. Yeah, you know, I think I'd put him at a at a at a Lexington five. He's like fifty six years old, you know. Like yeah. He's not he's not a spring chicken. Although that's okay. although that's very popular in Lexington. But you get a two and a half point bump when you're the all time winningest coach in UK football history. Maybe, so I think he's a solid seven and a half. I think three. You get three. You, yeah, I think you, you round get, it up to the you okay. round up three. So he's an eight because not only is he winning as football coach, but he's also there's money that's involved with that, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of. Um, I think it actually got shut down, but there for a while. Like it's coming back, Skybar's coming back, but that used to be the ultimate place for young college girls to go hang out with rich older men. Yes, uh, it was a it was a scene. Somebody I dated in college worked at Skybar, and I don't think I think 
we, I, it wasn't, it wasn't the best college relationship. And I, <laughs> <laughs> like the people that she would like, it, it, it I, Skybar was kind of gross. Like just, you, to, you, just to put it lightly. Like we, if you showed up while she was at work, all the guys were like, oh, so this is your boyfriend? It's not. Yeah, and I only like went up there awkward. once or twice, and it was just like, oh my gosh. You, like, and it was. There'd be like, let alone the people that worked there were all generally pretty young. And that's fine. That's a lot of places in Lexington. It's a college town. But like, yeah, you'd have. We, there would be like some of our fr- sorority friends that'd be like, yeah, we're going to have a sky bar night. And I'd be like, just to talk to like 30 and 35 year olds, that's the weirdest Ooh, thing in the world. Older than that. <laughs> oh, much older. Than, yeah. I mean, in some instances, much, much older than that. But. I couldn't, like, I don't know. That'd be, even if I were single right now, I would not want to, like, mingle right. with college girls. Like, that <laughs> no, would just be no. so strange. Yeah, no, like, there's... We, we go and do you, you want to, we're having a good time. Let's continue this conversation at your place on State Street. That, that breaks our rule, guys. That'd be the weirdest thing in the world. What's our rule? They can't tell us where they were on 9-11. They're out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you better make up a story. But uh, <laughs> I would say being single and the all-time winning as head football coach in UK history living in Lexington probably wouldn't be the worst life in the Man, world. What a weird start to our show we've had today. Well, just that's Kentucky roll call. That's, that's what, what we do. That's, that's what we, we do, do, baby. All well, congrats to him. Congrats on the cake. It mm-hmm. looked great. Uh, I look forward. When's the Marty Smith story coming out? Uh, I'm sure it'll be SEC Nation. Oh, yeah. So, that makes sense. Yeah. So wait till Saturday for that. And uh, we've got a few more things to get to today. But you, big volleyball match tonight. Is the wife um, excited about this? I'm excited but worried. Well, uh, Kentucky is incredibly young. They're, they're still kind of in the rebuilding process from the national championship team. Yeah, especially losing uh, Stumler last year. Mm-hmm. Like, when you when you got an awesome outside, like, it just it changes things. And – but for rebuilding, being a top 10, top 15 team, pretty impressive. They're playing three of last year's Final Four teams in 10 days. Great. <laughs> they got swept by Wisconsin, but all were, you know, I think except for the third set. Both of them were, they, they, they lost were by two. six in the first one. and were just they? Oh, yeah, they totally blew it. And um, that that's the one thing that I'm, I'm worried about. Because, okay, on, on the positive side, right, so for, here's some real volleyball analysis. You're not going to hear this on any other sports radio, folks. Um Kentucky doesn't need to have an overpowering outside uh, to win this game, right? Right? Like, Louisville is not big. Like, against Nebraska and Wisconsin, you got some big girls, and when they get a hold of the ball, it's tough. Like, when their blocks are coming down, like, it's just it, – it's hard to hit through it, hit around, hit over. It's hard to score against that when, you're, when, you're, when you don't have the same physicality. Um, but Louisville – Louisville's a small team. Like, they're, they're really good at defense without – Having a ton of like, I think even last year they only had one girl that was over six feet tall hmm. in their entire rotation. Like they, they aren't a very big team, so that's what's going to make this game a lot of fun. Last year's game, if y'all re- will recall, was an awesome five set thriller where Kentucky, I think, was up nine to five or nine to six in the last set, and then just didn't score again. Like Louisville just got hot. It was like, oh, it was so crushing, so painful. So hopefully there's some scars from that game last year. There's some extra motivation. They've got the the home court uh, factor at Memorial Coliseum. If you're a student who's listening, go over there now. You get in free with your student ID. Get rowdy. It's oh, going to be a lot be an of fun. Awesome atmosphere. Yeah. And on primetime ESPN. Seven o'clock ESPN. Which is something they don't normally. Do for volleyball matches, and they might for like uh, Big ESPN Ten, ESPN two, but like ESPN, the this big is show, big time. yeah. And 
We never like lose. I, I had a dream last. Uh, I had some. In, I've been dreaming out my wazoo lately. It's been mm-hmm. the weirdest thing in the world. I was hanging out with Vince Merrill, man. We were recruiting. I had a dream that UK beat U of L in women's volleyball. So let's hope that comes to fruition. Also had a dream that UK was playing Michigan State and like a basketball scrimmage that just came out. It was like one of those secret scrimmages mm. when they were putting it on TV. And I just could not find the channel. It was like the most fresh. It was one of those dreams, you know? Yeah, it was yeah. like, I, and then like I was looking at my watch and I was like, oh crap. Well, it started at seven. It's 845. I'm, I'm, and I was like looking at my phone, keeping up with the score and UK was losing. And I was like, how are they losing to Michigan State? Michigan State sucks. Like UK should beat the snot out of them. Oh, frustrating dream. But at least UK women's volleyball won. And let's hope that they that dream comes to fruition and they beat the Cardinals tonight. Tonight, seven o'clock. Brooke will probably cry if it happens. Mm. That'll be great. You can really give her a big old fat suck it. It's also I'm because I've got the practice duties today at uh, and it's like oh I could go over there but it's like uh, I'm gonna kill myself with sleep. I shouldn't do that. Uh, but they do have it on the radio. They're they're gonna put it uh, a wow. rare rare appearance on the UK sports radio. They're not having Network. Scoots call the match. They're gonna be uh, Via Edmund and Dick Gabriel. God, I can call a hell of a volleyball match. I bet Scoots would do a hell of a job calling volleyball. Volleyball is my, that'll be great. Volleyball is my favorite sport for what it's worth. To, to call, call. To yeah, call. yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun, except for if you think you're gonna get out of there early and it then goes they fifth set and then, oh yeah, like fifth set volleyball is long. Yeah, yeah, sweeps perfect time. Yeah, fist that. Well, especially when like you you dominate the first two, then the third one, you just kind of let it slip away at the end, and then you're mm-hmm. like, oh god, here for at least another thirty more minutes, maybe longer. <sighs> or the worst is if because that's kind of what happened with UK last year. They went down, they fought all the way back, they got it to the fifth set, and then they blew it. And you're just like, damn it, there's another hour mm-hmm. that I just lost. Yeah. That's exciting. So something to watch on TV this evening. Uh, we figured we'd bring it up and let folks know about it. That's a big time deal for UK women's volleyball. So, I mean, it's a national championship program. I guess that's the stuff that that should happen there. Text on into the Thornton's text line 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. We're gonna come back. We'll talk a little uh, the Big Blue Madness news. I don't think there's a, a ton of discussion to be oh, had. We're there, gonna dissect it for an hour and a half. We're at least gonna bring it back up, and then some of the other UK news of the day yesterday. Don't go anywhere. Oh, also the slow leak of UK schedule as well. Got another opponent just in that regard. I know. Tell just, us. Uh, I, agree, we I agree with you. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk about all of it. You're listening to Kentucky Roll oh, Call on go. Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Now, young man, what do you want to do with your life? Uh, actually, Matt, I kind of want to be a writer. Well, la de frickin' da! <laughs> we got ourselves a writer here! Hey, Dad, I can't see real good. Is that Bill Shakespeare over there? Huh? Well, actually, Matt, uh, Ellen and I have encouraged Brian in his writing. Dad, I wish you could just shut your big yapper! With Walker and Roush. From what I've heard, you're using your paper not for writing, but for rolling doobies. 
You're gonna be doing a lot of doobie rolling when you're living in a van down by the river. One of my favorite rejoins we have. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Here we go. There's a whole generation of people that are like, oh, that doesn't actually sound all that bad. Get to live by the river, have my own van. I don't think I've ever played that rejoin since I joined you all. You have. I have? I'm fairly certain you have. Maybe but once. Yeah, maybe once. Maybe once. But Trevor would play it, I think, more frequently. But uh, great rejoin. Welcome back. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Best way to get in touch with Kentucky Roll Call is texting into the Thornton's text line, 502 414 1450. You text it in. We read it on air. The only radio show that will read every text. And it ain't because we don't get a lot of them, folks. No big deal. Uh, secondly, want to let you know you can listen to Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcast. One really easy way to listen is just tell your Alexa, play Big X Sports Radio. And uh, I like using the TuneIn app as well, but Alexa and the TuneIn app, I think Alexa connects to the TuneIn app when you do listen for what it's worth, is you could actually have you can get woken up with KRC. You can set mm-hmm. your alarm on the TuneIn app to play Kentucky Roll, like just play the Big X Sports Radio at 7.15. Let's say you wake up at 7.15, you miss the first 15 minutes of the show because you're a slacker. No big deal. It happens. It does happen. Wouldn't that be such a good way to wake up? You're in bed and you basically have Scooch, Roush, and myself with you. We have listeners that do that. Yeah, I bet we do have a few, but I, I just I, I'm, I'm relaying it to the masses. What a what a perfect way to start your day, perfect. just with maybe one of us yelling, talking about Stoops attractiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. You never okay. know what you're going to get if that's the scenario. Like one morning you could, yeah, you all could be screaming at each other. One morning we could be talking about how attractive Stoops is. Yeah, you never really know. Yeah. So we appreciate everybody that listens. And uh, a replay of the show of Kentucky Roll Call goes nine to eleven. Same places you listen to the live show, you can listen to the replay. Okay, get those texts in on the Thornton's text line. I do have one question, Roush, because okay. this was kind of weird, and maybe you can provide some some <clears throat> insight with this. Did you see UK's tweet and their big announcement of a, a, maybe like a new NIL partnership? Oh, and they all deleted it? And then it was all gone. It was, it was all just gone. No very, trace of it at all. It's so, funny because literally, I mean, it got down to the walk-ons. Even the walk-ons were tweeting about it. So, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> do I, I was amused did anybody, by it. So, I never actually saw one of the tweets. Or at least, or maybe I did, but I didn't I, I saw a I screenshot, it. and it was just of somebody who follows players, and it was just like 20 of them. I mean, there were so many. What did like the the tweets actually say? Got a big nail partnership coming soon. This is huge for the University of Kentucky. Stay tuned. Something like that. And we I had eyeball like UK, emojis. UK even like sent out an email about something as well, and they're all gone. Yeah, they're they can't. They were deleted. People at UK said, "Nope, hold the phone." It was the was it like a big blue initiative or is that something different? But, I think that's something different. Okay. Although I did get. Did you get the? Did you see the thing about investing in UK and you can invest with them or yes. something? What in the hell was that? I was so confused I by that. I was very confused by that. It was as like well. you can invest your money instead of in the stock stocks market, you can invest it in UK or something like that. It was very bizarre. It was. Weird stuff is happening with UK nil 
especially when you have all these players tweeting stuff out and then they all get deleted. I had, one, I had one listener say this this stinks of a JMI situation. Uh, Roush is our resident JMI hater. Oh, yeah, big-time JMI hater. I, I don't think that would be it. I would think it would be something like that they didn't have ready NCAA? before. I, or that it just wasn't ready to be rolled out yet. Like It sounds more like the person who was getting ready to do it was like, oh, crap, we forgot to dot our T's across our eyes. That's embarrassing. No offense. It's embarrassing when you have everybody roll something out and then you have to be like, no, act like oh, it doesn't happen. What's even more embarrassing, and I, and I got a lot of pushback from UK. They were not happy with me at all on Thursday because Fanatics is doing the thing where you can buy college jerseys that are officially licensed with players' names on it. They make money from it. Something they should have been doing in 1991. It's a very, very basic concept. And they announced on Thursday 40 schools are going to be involved, and Kentucky was not one of them. And I was like, are you kidding me? 40 schools in Kentucky is one of them. when that happened, there was a backlash. They were showing, like, hooker jerseys at Tennessee and stuff like that, and people were like, what the hell? Why wouldn't UK well, have one? But didn't UK come out and say, hey, we, we will have this? Yeah, and you know why they didn't have them? Why? Because Fanatics just didn't have the blank jerseys yet. Wait, what? Yeah, like that's the reason why. They didn't have the UK blank jerseys yet to be able to From put names and numbers on UK? it. Either Shouldn't UK or make, Nike. Yeah, I, I would think it would be Nike, or they would yeah. make them themselves. I was... I was very confused by it, but they very much did not want it out there that like UK wasn't going to be involved. And I was like, well, then why, like, why wouldn't you include them in the rollout? Like, it would just say that it would be delayed when you order your UK Will Levis jersey. I agree with all that. Like, so what did UK get mad at you for? Just like, hey, we I actually was, are going to be there. You're wrong. Yeah, but, but it's like, well, you weren't in the release. Yeah. Like they released it today. What am I supposed to do? Um, one person even was like, is Roush always this bad? Like, and I was like, yeah, I'm just in a grumpy mood. Well, it is. It would be idiotic for UK not to be included Very in tough. in that. I'm glad that they will be, but that they is will be. But I don't know when. It, it, it's it's just a very weird reason why you didn't have it. It's like, well, we just didn't. Fanatics just doesn't have the actual jerseys yet. How? I actually like UK's football jerseys. No complaints there. But the replica jerseys that They're fans very, I wear, don't, I don't like those. Yeah, you know, too much. Like the sleeves are too long. The checker, but like you, you don't also want like the football player sleeves either. It just makes the checkerboard kind of look silly on the fake jerseys. Yeah, because it's just too long. Like it goes down <laughs> to the elbow, all the way from elbow to shoulder. It's checkerboard. comical and I'm a checkerboard. Che- and I'm a checkerboard guy. I'm not, I'm not checkerboard. But it doesn't guy. look like the jersey they wear. Exactly. Yeah. They don't. They don't look like the jerseys they wear. So, uh, have you heard the rumors on House of Blue that there's going to be a black helmet this year? That'd be cool. Cool. We hear that rumor, I think, every leap year. Well, and then we once saw it on a visit, right? And everybody kind of lost their minds. But why would you wear a black helmet when you don't have black uniforms? What would you? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. What would you wear the black helmet with? Anything. Black helmet would look good with blue. It'd look good with white. They you, should do a black go, helmet, oh, black top, do. black helmet, black top, blue pants. And also, would look sweet. That, I feel like the black helmet makes less sense out of any alternate things. Like it would. So I like just it would want be a more, black helmet with the stupid bird UK logo. I feel on. like Is it would be more ask? cost efficient to do jerseys instead of helmets. I would probably agree with you, but that I don't. I'm not paying for it, so I don't care. Also, found this out. Do you know that every person entering Kroger Field has to have a ticket, regardless of age? Regardless of age, regardless you have of a ticket age. for a t- for Lucy. Lucy will need a ticket. They, I looked it up just because I didn't want to have you know be caught my pants down on Saturday. Yeah, kids under twelve months, which is ridiculous, have to buy a lap ticket, which you can only buy on game day at UK. 
and they're ten dollars. Sounds like a pain in the butt. Can't you just put her put her under Hannah's shirt and act like she's just pregnant again? (laughs) Tell Lucy not to move. I got snuck into Kentucky (laughs) football games as a child. You did? Yeah. Until man. I mean, if I have to buy, I was like eighteen years old. I didn't realize that, but like that's twenty some odd years. That's bogus. If I have a three year old and I have to buy like an eighty dollar ticket for them. Just sneak them in. Yeah. That's much that, easier to sneak them in. I, so I don't little. mind the lap ticket thing. That's fine. I can go there. But if like the line's super long for that or you're in a rush, it is kind of an inconvenience. Yeah, like, why can't I wonder you what just, UofL's policy is on that. Buy, why can't you just buy it online? That's the part I or do. I bet they do that just so they want to like see the kid. Like, uh, is, let, me, let me make sure your kid is under 12 months old. Where if you could buy it online, you could be like, here's a 12-month-old ticket, and then maybe you just you pull one over the, the ticket people that are scanning the tickets. That'll be like, oh, you know, we don't really know the difference here. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So it, I, yeah, I, I've I, never had to deal with that before, so if for, anybody else, there's your there's For your other people, though, who wanted to sneak their kid in, who, like, it's pretty simple to just go with the crowd and tell them to just just keep walking. Yeah. Because, like, especially with the virtual, the digital tickets, it takes a little bit. Just keep on walking in. I think, like, the best would be, like, a Home Alone scenario where it's – or, I guess, Home Alone 2 in this instance, where you could have, like, a couple tickets on your phone because it's all scanned. And I've done that before where I've had, like, six tickets. I'm like, all right, next six people behind me. Yeah, it's and then all everybody for them. just walks scan, in. Scan, scan, yeah. scan, and then everybody walks in. You do that with, like, a kid, and you're like, all right, the next six, six people, and the kid just sneaks through. Yeah, it could work. Oh, it, it – it has, and it, it, and it will. <laughs> it has, and it will. Good, good. Hope yeah. Duke's ready to sneak into some places with Dad. Yeah, we had uh, somebody ask about the the nil stuff, the deleted tweets. That's that's the best we can come up with. We don't really know. Uh, Roush, maybe you can you can reach out to some of your scores and see if uh, you can get any mm, inside, inside scoop on what the heck is is going on with. Uh, with that, hopefully it's just something that you're right. They just weren't totally ready to mm-hmm. to unleash. It was a miscommunication, and come after like this game or something. They'll next Monday or something. They'll be more ready to go. But UK and nil, it hasn't it's been weird. it hasn't been a match made in heaven just yet. Speaking of JMI, yeah. Did you see Did you see what JMI did last Saturday? No. So. Scoots was really wanting to hear the call of Kedron Smith mm-hmm. uh, oh, in I, his pick six. I, I did hear that that Leach had to make that call on a cell phone. It was, I, yeah, it was very bizarre. I don't know really how it worked, but yeah, uh, there, there have been technical errors with the highlights sometimes before Scoots. I've never seen it where Tom Leach just had to call the entire. It looked like the entire second half from a cell phone. You know, that's I was wondering about that because I only heard the first half on the radio. So then when I watched that highlight video, I was like, what in the hell? And I just didn't understand why they would switch to ESPN. So I actually thought about that. I was like, well, I wonder if they had any sort of audio issues. or So that's crazy. Yeah. And I, I don't know the exact reasoning behind it, but it made that booth cam. And, you know, like UK releases the booth cam thing where they set up a GoPro and then they cut up. Um, the best highlights of the game. And those are fun, but it's not like my favorite must-see. I've got to watch this kind of stuff because hearing the call is fine by me. You know, This one's hilarious because Bacoro doesn't even have to – he has, just is a fan the entire second half. It's hilarious. He's just like – As the color commentator should be. But, like, he doesn't even have to provide any commentary because he can't. The headsets aren't working anymore. No. So he's just, like, high-fiving and, like, yes, yes. 
Like you got like no, you got no people. analysis in the second half no, of them. No, because wow. it, it just was Leach's cell phone, and that was the only way to do it. And uh, Tom thanked uh, a producer for having a, a phone charger because his was dying. Like it was a, it was a wild way to be able to call it. Also, that has to be. It's pretty embarrassing. Like not to. I know this sounds like a really dumb whiny thing, but holding your phone up for that long would Ugh. be tiresome, yeah. right? Like yeah. a whole. However long it was, you can't go speaker or anything just to hold it up because it changes the sound quality. You can't do AirPods. Like, you know, Tom, way, way to take one for the team and really uh, battle through adversity there in the second half. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I, I just don't understand how that happens. I can understand that happening at the Big X because that's just what happens with small town radio Shots, stations. Shots but fire to the Big X. JMI, like seriously? Yeah, I mean, yeah. How I does that? Ha- how do they not have a remedy for that situation? That's, I, I'm curious from a technical side what it was because you know it was on the road too, so maybe. Uh, but you, it worked for a half. So they cut I'm, off their Wi-Fi at halftime. <laughs> Actually, after the post game, the Wi Fi was great. During the game, there was a lot of folks there, a lot of NFL scouts. And I was very disheartened whenever I turned around to talk to NFL scouts after Deion Walker's tackle for loss and like all of them had already left. Because I wanted to be like, this guy, you better keep an eye on him, guys. I was going to do that whole thing. They, they, they left, I guess they left at <laughs> halftime. I don't know. The uh, UK football video of Walker's hit on the Florida running back was really cool, and it made me happy. He's to good. See. Yeah. Hey, well, the good news about JMI Roush, only seven more years on the contract. And then probably 70 more after that. I do wonder, I'm like, gonna be, I'm going to be almost they're gonna get 40 UK, by the time that happens. The last year of the contract, UK is going to get $16 million from them. I bet market-wise that's going to be a disgrace. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that will look really bad. And yeah. that's how TV, I mean, that's how any of those contracts look at the front end of them. They're well, amazing. By the back end of them, the value's not where it needs to be. But that's also why you don't sign 15, 15 year, year contracts. 15 year deals is a lot. Yeah. That's a big Stupid. deal. It's a big Stupid. deal. It's a big deal. Uh, 15 years is a long, long time. So in seven Kentucky, more years of I mean, that. Think about the difference in Kentucky football when this contract was signed. Oh, yeah. What, 2014, I think it was signed? Yeah. That'd be 15 years, 2014, 2029. Whew, yeah, yeah, good point. <laughs> they're they're probably going to regret that by the end of it. I mean, you got so much money up front, and you got a huge signing bonus as well. I think it was just shy of thirty million. Um, but by the end of that, that's not going to look all that great. But I'm not a I'm not a dollar and cents guy. Not a dollar and cents guy. And they can like name the stadiums whatever they want, and they get to keep most of that money. I think too as part yeah, of the deal as well. Yeah, they get to retain naming rights for. Yeah. This is getting that those Kroger bucks. And U- UK still JMI's only client. Yep, from what I from what I understand. Okay, well, maybe your only client should have working audio. Man, um, speaking of weird, crazy things, <laughs> we were just talking about weird, crazy things. Like JMI, it's a weird, crazy deal. <laughs> it is a weird, crazy deal. Did you see Ruben Owens, what he did yesterday. Yeah, but I couldn't read the. F- I have a. Oh, you I don't have the, re- the paywall. I, I do, but not on my phone. Like I'm not logged into my phone. Oh, so I, I that's didn't, so I didn't, annoying. I, I, yeah. And the athletic is really funny. They make you open it in their app. It sucks so much. I, athletic. But when you click Kick on ass. the link for the athletic, it'll show you the article. So if you're really quick and smart, you could screenshot it fast enough where you can see it. But I didn't take. But the once time. you scroll though, once you're, and the you're set, done. like it's like two seconds. After two seconds, it takes you to like the login paywall. But for about two seconds, it's all free there. Where you could screenshot it and read. Uh, so I only got to read like the first quote, 
Well, it's something I didn't get to read all of it. But I mean, something along the lines of like, yeah, once it leaked, I. So what? Give me the. Give me the. Here, here. I'm not going to read the exact quotes, but like, actually, you know what? Let's read the exact quotes. Read right? the exact because quotes. read the. I exact mean, Scott quotes. Satterfield. He he ain't ready for this. I mean, it is it is such a hilarious recruiting story because so it came out from um, it came out from one three's Texas A and M guy Tim Verghese, who. He's not originally a, a Texas A&M guy. Like, on three, had him working national. They test him to start a Texas A&M site, and he's been getting scoop on the Texas A&M front. And I, I'll get back to that later because I'm curious about his scoop. But he put it out there um, initially, and damn it, I'm in the wrong – I opened in the wrong browser. Not only have That's been okay. Athletic and Google Chrome. This but is the number one running back in one recruiting ranking. I don't know what it is. This guy committed to L during their hot recruiting momentum. Obviously, a big Adidas deal, he, nil deal, was promised yep. to him. He was so committed to the cards, he, he got a L tattoo. Said 502 he's not tattoo. taking any more visits except to L. It comes out yesterday morning, I'm going to Texas A&M. Well, then about like two hours later. He's like, I'm not going. He puts it on his Instagram story. He ends up talking to Ari Wasserman from The Athletics. He says, I don't know who leaked it. Someone sent it to me. I was just going to go out there and watch a good football game. Some of my guys play for A&M, who I play 7-on-7 seven seven with, but they just leaked it. Wasserman's like, they? Who's they? He said, I said it. I didn't want it to be leaked. I told myself that if it leaked before I actually get there, I will not be attending the game. Really funny. He says, now, with all that being said, I think Ari asked him, he's like, yeah, but I thought you weren't going to take any more visits. He says, I'm my own man. feel like I could take a visit if I want to, but I know <laughs> where I want to be and where I want to go, so there really isn't a point. So he wants to go to Louisville, but he's his own man. He can go where he wants to go. I feel like if I just sat in the stands like a normal fan, it would still have become a thing. I don't really want to uh, worry about that. Don't really worry about the net or anything anybody has to say. The net, I guess, the internet. That's People what, have that's been what the kids call it. Have been talking about me since I became a player. It's nothing against Texas A&M. I love Jimbo and Coach T. Rob. Uh, I just have a thing for Louisville. Um, well, if I was a UofL fan, I'd like that quote. Will he take any more visits? Uh, probably. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be a hard decision to make. I'd like to take a visit, but why should I? What? Yeah, hilarious quotes. That's why I'm glad we read them. This is just the inner battle of one man's brain. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> but here's the thing: is he doesn't want to get people on the like. It's clear he doesn't want people on the Adidas side to worry, but he wants to visit other. Like, why would you not? But want why, to go? if you're an Adidas guy and he wants to go visit another Adidas school, who gives a hoot? Exactly. Right. Like. So it's going to make people a little worried. He doesn't want them to be worried, but also he just wants to go to this game. And this gets back to my original thing here, sure. which is for Tim. Um, which I can't pronounce his last name, but on three, Tim. It sounds like he definitely got that from seven on seven people and not Texas A&M people. Because if it was from Texas A&M people, they would have known that they want to keep it quiet. They want Ruben Owens to show up on campus, pictures are taken, and then people make a big stink about it. Yeah. Because I've definitely learned about people being on visits to campus, but it's like, ah, eh, we, we, we don't want to say it until they're there. Because you, you don't want to spook them. You don't want to scare them away. That happens. This is nothing new, spooking people away when it goes public. Uh-huh. But it's hilarious that, like, how it's all unfolding and that, I mean, like, do we really think that Scott Satterfield can keep this guy's recruitment? It's going to be mean, tough. I mean, like, it's so funny. It's going to be tough. The back and forth, the him and the hawing. 
you've got to be happy if you're a Louisville fan that it ultimately got canceled, but he's going to end up somewhere and eventually. And they're going to freak out, and it's going to be hilarious. But that's the tough part for UofL as well, though. Like, if I were a football coach, I would not want to be the coach to be like, you You cannot go visit places. And you can't say that either because that also shows some insecurity, right? No, well, some coaches do, and it's always really, really embarrassing. But, like, that that's the difficult balance is I wouldn't want to be the coach to say you can't do this, you can't do that. But on the flip side, that's how you lose people. They go, they have a great time, they get schmoozed all over again, and they fall in love with, well, with the same and, stuff they and, fell and in love here, with you, just it's newer. Here is the fun part. So – this is where Scott Satterfield messed up and made a severe miscalculation. He pushed all his chips in on that Lamber Sadie's, like all the the fun uh, airport hangar, the pictures, the private jets. They went all in on their official visits that weekend. Scott Satterfield's first big high profile recruit, he lost to Florida State because Chubba Purdy used his official visit early at Louisville. And on the final weekend, Scott couldn't do anything to say, like, don't go to Florida State. You have to make it, you you have to save that official visit to get them to come to your school for that final weekend instead of going elsewhere. Instead, he was at, um, what was the concert? The Luke Combs concert instead. (laughs) And uh, and they lost Chubba Hubbard, who I don't know how good Chubba Hubbard is, but he might be better than Malik Cunningham by now. You've had Malik Cunningham for seven years, and he's the same Malik Cunningham. Who knew? This Chubba guy. You mean Chubba Purdy. Chubba, yeah, I, I get my Chubbas mixed up. <laughs> That's easy, too. Big, big, big Chubba mix hat. But they use all their official visits for these guys. You think that they aren't going to win it? Like, Keontae Goodwin took his official visits, cause why, and, and you couldn't blame the kid. And Kentucky had to say, go take him. Yeah. It's, go have fun. This is your recruitment. This is your one time to get to enjoy it. Ruben Owens, DeAndre, like all those guys should take their official visits. Mm-hmm. And – Louisville doesn't have one to say for the end to solidify a commitment. They messed up. They screwed the pooch all for some early momentum. We'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out. They, I think it's, if they keep winning, it'll make their case a little bit easier. If they lose that game on Friday, huge game for the Cards. Yeah. Florida State, their first home game. Didn't look particularly good against Central Florida, but they were still able to get the win. And so. Florida State didn't look particularly good either. Like it's it's going to be a game between two just like slapstick teams, right? It's pretty much the entire ACC, besides Clemson, who's just incompetent on offense. Like yeah. great defense, bad offense. Man, the fall of the ACC has been hilarious. A little surprising and hilarious. At least like the other slapstick uh, kind of teams. Are entertaining, like you know, Pitt's gonna Pitt and Wake and Miami, like they'll they'll score some points, right? Sure, you know it's fun. Miami, Brendan Armstrong, Miami Virginia, Texas A and M. Yeah, why wouldn't Ruben Owens go to that game? That'd be a huge game. Well, it would have been even huger if they Texas A and M had an offense. Did you see the uh, everybody getting all been out of shape about the Texas A and M yell leaders making fun of App State? Yeah, which. Those yell leader things are always cringy. Yeah. Like, it's just, I, some of them get picked up and some of them don't. They're I, always very awkward. I don't know why they put them online, though. Like, if you're Texas A&M, you need to be self-aware enough that... Well, also, people could just be filming them in the stands, too, you know? That's true. Like, it's probably going to... It could get out one way or another, but... I would also Texas think A&M it would be more special to just be there. Texas A&M making fun of any other place is rich. Yeah. 
And but they always do that. They do like a one minute opener. The yell leader who's been doing it forever, he gets to drop some jokes. And like he did the most just plain Jane. Like the, these guys aren't comedians. Right? Like no. <laughs> it's not even creative joke. It's just like, here's some low hanging fruit. No, people but people got all worked up about that. Um I thought it was very funny that A and M DMCA Barstool to get it taken down though. They it's did, like they did what? Say those letters again. DMCA is DMCA. That's when you say that somebody is infringing on your copyright on Twitter, and it's bad because if you get so many of them for stealing videos, your Twitter account gets shut down. Oh no, not your Twitter account. We're, but like, it's a big deal for like big companies. Yeah, I get that. Um, that's why if you notice, like a lot of the videos that Barcel Riggs tweets out are from like accounts that have four followers and stuff. Mm. Where they'll rip the videos, and then so technically Bobby isn't the one stealing the videos. He's using somebody else's Twitter account. Yeah, yeah. Smart workaround. That is a smart workaround. And that's what they used for their hype videos where they ripped the Journey music and Big Cat voiced it over. That's how they're getting away with some of the stuff. I love it. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, because they don't, I mean, they don't own the rights to Journey song. They're not paying for that for a hype video. Yeah. <laughs> It's a waste of money. Yeah, I guess I didn't think about that. Huh, that is interesting. Hey, hey behind the biz, yeah. baby. Which, by the way, the Sunday conversation with Caleb yeah. Presley and, and Aaron Rodgers. So funny. So good. The the flow joke Boy. was just uh, outstanding. When they, did the bl- <laughs> when they did the blindfold thing, I just lost. <laughs> I, just, I, I totally lost it. Comically large <laughs> syringe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was just one of them. Oh, man. That was... Uh, yeah. Folks, I, I know there's a lot of people who don't like Barstool out there, but if you just blanketly hate Barstool, you're missing out on some funny stuff. You that are. Was, that was very funny. You are. And again, it, they also have some not good content. It's it's like anything. They'll they'll be they're like this radio show as well. Hit or miss. We have our segments. We have <laughs> it our bad. Very funny. But that the Sunday conversation with Aaron Rodgers was, and it was only like six minutes too. Yeah. So it was a very palatable Caleb interview. Is one of the funniest people on the planet. Like he's as talented, I think, as it gets in the sports media business. If you if you want to call that sports media, but <laughs> when, it is when he's asking. Aaron Rodgers. So, what do you think over people with long hair overcompensating for? <laughs> <laughs> and he's got hair down to his shoulders. <laughs> it's just so and they're talking about the mustache. There's just layers. There's just layers of irony. It's so funny. I was excited for the barstool little mini putt thing. Did you watch that? They, they, uh, they I, have, did, I haven't watched any of it. They did a contest. They had 40 employees, mini mini golf tournament, which just seems awesome. That'd be, I mean, working for, like, that being part of your job to go do that would be a lot of fun. And then they realized that, like, there was no prize for the winner. So Portnoy was like, all right, I'll put up $10,000 for the winner, which is, like, great. You got a 1 in 40 chance of winning $10,000. That'd be amazing. But Portnoy was like, but if I win, everybody's got to throw in, like, 250 bucks, and I get $10,000, like 39 times yeah. 256 or whatever it was. And, like, one of the girls was like, I'm out. I was like, what? That's the most ridiculous thing in the world. 250 bucks. Of course, she didn't think she was going to win the the thing. Um, but regardless, <laughs> it, it whoever the commentator, they had one, they had two commentators. One was horrible. Like one of the worst like experiences in a barstool <laughs> content videos that I've ever seen. And I don't know the guy's name. It wasn't Jake. I don't know who the other guy was. But Which is not good. He was horrible. It like ruined kind of the whole like mini pot thing. Yeah. yeah, it was like tough to watch. Um, but Barstool, they've got they've got some good content. That Sunday interview with Aaron Rodgers, especially good. We'll be talking about another Green former Green. Well, Aaron Rodgers is current. But we'll be talking about another Green Bay quarterback <laughs> a little bit later on the show. I peeked ahead on oh, the text line. Oh yeah, yeah, that's some, a good point. Yeah. Oh, maybe we should talk about another former Green Bay Packer too. Ooh, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Might but, have taken Aaron Rodgers' head off on Sunday. Oh, 
Sidarius. Kind of a loser, to be honest with you. Uh, just eh, we'll get to that. Yeah, sure, that's fine. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. We'll end hour one. We'll come back to hour two. This is Kentucky roll call and big cow. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back, hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick and Justin Kalen. Fun first hour, second hour going to be a lot of Thornton's text line, which is going to bring up a lot of good topics, a lot of good things. Want to remind everybody about ShadyRays.com. Go to ShadyRays.com and get 25% off your entire order when you use promo code BIGX. Shady Rays, they do replacement pairs. If you lose them, they break them. Well, they wouldn't break them. You break them, probably, somehow. Accidentally, maybe. They will send you a new pair. You're going to pay a processing fee and they uh it's very cheap and then they're going to send you just your new order just like it's brand spanking new all over again so it's kind of like a buy one get one sort of deal at shadyrays.com they have the best selection of sunglasses in the market and it's a couple of kentuckians that started a company that absolutely blew up and there's a reason why it's because they make good sunglasses for a low price and they offer some special special deals but 25 percent off with promo code big x and we love our friends at Shady Rays. Were they ever on the Boomin' Business Kentucky TikTok page? Not familiar. Mm-hmm. Roush, are you familiar? It's, it's on in TikTok, your, so. It's in your part of the town. I, I was going to the German Club this weekend, and there's two billboards that are like Boomin' Businesses of Kentucky on TikTok. Wait, they're billboards on TikTok? No, they're billboards <laughs> on this certain, like, I guess it's Boomin' Businesses of Kentucky. Is their TikTok, and I guess they just shout out all the local businesses that are blowing up. Oh, that's Business cool. Is booming. Maybe they should do one for Kentucky Roll Call. Yeah, Big X. We're in Indiana. Mm. Mm. Sometimes. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. All right, any quick hitters you all want to get to before we start the text line? Uh, yeah, I've got one. Oh, the Detroit Lions are favored this weekend for the first time in twenty four games. Oh wow. Jeez. How about that? Against the Commanders? Against the Commanders, yeah. I think I'm going to fade the Lions here, right? Yeah, Commanders. The Carson Wentz, he's back. Although, like, it is fading the Lions, good, but to bet the Commanders, bad. Like, <laughs> which button do I push? Is that that meme of the guy sweating? Yeah. Yeah, which button to push? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, yeah, really tough. Hey, so I did the thing on Sunday night where – I was watching that game, or no, it was the Denver game on Monday night. I did the thing where I wanted to bet Denver minus two and a half because they had the ball and were down three. But I was like, you know what? You're always wrong, Justin. So I bet on Washington or the money line for Seattle. So that was cool. <laughs> I like that you you told yourself self talk. Yeah, fading yourself. Go, yeah, I'll say sometimes if you think a line looks too good, seems a little bit a bit odd in it, then it is best to just play into the stink. Yeah. If something stinks a little bit, 
it's hard to do that though. But yeah, we'll we'll get our picks on Friday. And we'll uh, we'll I will say time. this is the first week where you're getting into the double grind, right? Like I felt like I looked at the week one spreads forever. And then now, I, I mean, it's Wednesday, and I'm over here just like, man, what, what's the line on that game? Uh, figuring out the plays this weekend, taking a little bit longer than the, than the first two weeks. Yeah. Did you uh, see that West Virginia's athletic director commented on the football program? Ooh. Um, I did not get to hear the exact statement. I just saw a headline, like, asking for full support or something like that. He said, everyone involved knows that the on-field results have not met expectations and absolutely no one is satisfied. There's 10 games left in the season, and the focus is still getting the results that we all expect. Seems like the walls are closing in on Neil Brown. And yeah, Morgan when Bell. the athletic director issues a statement, that's uh, it's usually the beginning no, of the end. Yeah, that's that's his way of ba- – that's basically a message to Neil Brown, more than even it is to the fans. It's mm-hmm. more of a message to, Neil, you got 10 games left, make it better, or – get to packing. I think he if they were firing him after this year, it'd be seventeen million in his pocket True. for the buyout, which wouldn't be too shabby. But I did think he'd do better there. Just because the Big Twelve hasn't been overly stacked. I think it's more competitive than the ACC. But I don't know. West Virginia has just been kind of in a sports purgatory since their move to the Big Twelve. They haven't really moved the needle in in any sport. Maybe I'm forgetting one. Maybe I'm forgetting a basketball I mean, run, but I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, they had that um, the good year where the point guard was like National Defensive Player of the Year. Now, I don't think yeah, it translated. Javon Carter, yeah, when UK beat their brains in in Morgantown. Yeah, like the, yeah, there was two years back-to-back. They were really good regular season teams, but I don't think they did anything in the postseason. Um, not a good NCAA tournament team under Huggins, but they at least had that those fun regular season moments. In the Big 12. But you're right. They, they, they've been kind of out of it. And also, you know, and, and Neil could still get some stuff done, could recover this year. He's recruited all right. Yeah, it, but the big... Not amazing, but pretty I, good. I do think it is a valuable lesson in, like, we, we've seen it a lot in basketball, where you get these guys that you're really big fans of early on, but you need to see them go and do it somewhere else before you're like, next Kentucky coach. He did it at Troy, but then now he's at the Power yeah. 5 level, and it's just a different game, right? It is. And it's the same with a, a lot of those basketball guys. You know, I, I think um, Mark Pope has been one of the exceptions, but it's also only been two years at BYU, and the last year was a stinker. He was good in his first year, but it's one thing to be good at Utah State or Utah Valley or mm-hmm. wherever he was, but it's another thing to be good at a, at a higher level. Um, same thing happened with Pelfrey, right? Pelfrey's really good at the lower level, and then he goes to Arkansas and just kind of. Eh. God, let me be a coach that fails seventeen million. <laughs> Pretty crazy, right? Did you Did you all see the clip last week of Coach O? They, yes. they were asking him, and he was like, "Which what, what time you want me to leave, and what door you want me to walk out of?" Yeah, <laughs> it seemed like. A, I mean, uh, he's he's a funny guy. I love Coach O. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. A texter says, "TJ, how do you think the Fern Creek football field?" Do you think the Fern Creek football field is the best all-natural grass field in Louisville? I mean, I have no idea. I, I, I don't go. I don't. I don't check out each team's <laughs> field. All I know is that the their turf or their paint design. If somebody has a better one in the city, I'd have to see it because that was amazing. 
they did kind of the LSU tiger eye at midfield. Yeah, that's And then cool. they alternate orange and black, the colors on the numbers along the field. And then they have a really kind of spread out tigers in the end zone, and they alternated colors on that as well. It just looked sharp. It was good. It was a really good look for Fern Creek. And I think they ended up losing their home game uh, that that day that I tweeted that out. But yeah, it looked really sharp. But in terms of quality of the field or natural grass, I have no idea. But you, I just thought their layout looked cool. You don't appraise high school football fields? I don't. No, <laughs> I don't. I do uh, like that you invited folks to share their own, and Frank just challenged you with like the. It was Collins. Collins and Shelbyville. But you, and you couldn't which I do really like see that, that high anything. school looks cool. I was like, well, show me a picture. And then he like sent me a picture where you couldn't tell anything. And it was a turf field. Uh, Collins has a nice little stadium. I'm sure their field's great. But I was talking specifically about designs, and Fern Creeks was better than Collins. Sorry, Frank. Suck it, Collins. You seem like a good, a good guy. But Fern Creek has a better field. Speaking of weird ESPN Monday night hires, people forget that Rush Limbaugh was on the set as well. What was ESPN thinking back in the day? Was he really? Man, I didn't know that. Sounds boring. I do know that they gave him, he did dabble in sports when he was at his peak of popularity in the 90s. There was a, in the wake of controversial statements regarding Eagles quarterback Donovan McNabb, Rush Limbaugh has resigned from his position for ESPN Sunday Night Football. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, okay, that's coming back to Do you well, What did he say? Just something, something on, I don't think he was on the Sunday Night Football program, but it was on his radio show that like, well, that's a very not-so-thinly-veiled racist remark. Right, here's what he said. Let's see. Is this racist? Also, you got to remember the year, uh, which I don't have. I just have that it was October 2nd. But it's probably like 2000, something like that. I think what we've had here is a little social concern in the NFL. The media has been very serious about a that a black quarterback can do well. There's little hope invested in McNabb, and he got a lot of credit for the performance of the team that he didn't deserve. The defense carried this team. Yeah. 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 He said he was talking more about the media and how they perceive, not his own thoughts. Mm. Um, but he is the media. It's just also like probably probably was just a stretch to make that work in the first place. Yeah, and doing the whole like we're only saying he's good because we want a black quarterback to succeed is just like why 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 do you need to have that take? I love the word desirous though. It's a big one. Sheesh. Sheesh. I did not know that he was ever on, and I think uh, it said Sunday Night Football for what it was worth. That's yeah, that was when ESPN had um, they had those rights, and they would play. That's how I learned the song um, uh, from the Who. Who are you? Because they would do that during their intros with Dan the Patrick players, yeah. and uh, Joe Thosman. It's a hard song to learn, Ralph. I, I, remember, I remember that as but well. But that was the first time I ever heard it. A texter says, dog and under when there's one game on, fellas. Rooting for the under is never a good time, though. It isn't when the Iowa teams are playing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and a good home dog is always a good time as well, if you can ever find that, if it's a one-game scenario. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, Kentucky's non-conference schedule would be better if Louisville wasn't the third-best team on it behind two MAC teams. Boom. Imagine calling your rival schedule week while looking like the least competent team who shares a field with them all year. Yeah, that's part of the irony of the whole thing. Is like Louisville... Again, you really shouldn't worry about UK scheduling. You should worry about oh, not man. losing by 40. And then yesterday, 
Louisville schedule, basketball schedule comes out. And now they're not playing any true road non-conference games except for the one in Kentucky. Oh, is that so? Yeah, weird. It's like it's almost like Kenny Payne finally realized, like, mm. ooh, this would be really dumb if I just hung myself out here to draft. And part so of they're not playing any true road games besides the Kentucky one in the non-conference. Yeah, yeah. And normally they're doing, they even, Ma- they're doing Maui, right? And they're probably going to go zero and three with yeah. the way the schedule shapes and, up. There. And normally they do like it's. It also shakes out where the Big Ten challenge. They don't have to. They don't have to go on the road for that either. Who year. do they have coming into them for that? I did not see, but I saw somebody make a comment about no true road non-conference games, and I thought they were talking about football. It's like, well, yeah, that's what it should be, you dinguses. But you all just played UCF and realized, oh, their basketball schedule just came out. Hmm. Scoots, I saw you had a tweet about the schedule. Yeah. Jeez, OP. <laughs> My gosh. I mean, there's just no wins for Louisville there. <laughs> I, I don't know what Trevor was thinking. I really oh, don't. Oh, man. Do They're you, screwed. Do you feel you feel good about the bet? Oh, yeah. I I don't even need to see EMU schedule. I, I feel great. I will say it's hilarious that, like, he didn't he didn't make a bet a U of L versus IU. He didn't make a bet U of L versus UK. The dude had to resort to Eastern frickin' Michigan because Moni Bates didn't want to go play at U of L. Uh, Maryland's their Big Ten SEC game, which eh, that could be one that they Maryland hasn't. Who knows? Similar who, to West Virginia in the Big Twelve, Maryland in the ACC hasn't, ooh. or in the Big Ten hasn't done much. Justin, can name Maryland's head basketball coach? Uh, don't recall. Mark Turgeon. He's not still there, is he? He left after like one game last year. I have no idea who they hired. Yeah. I, I didn't think he was still oh, there. Oh, it's a familiar name. He made his way down from New Jersey. Seton Hall. Oh, that's uh, – No. Oh, the Seton Hall coach took it. Um, Kevin what, Willard. Her, oh, Willard. Yeah, Willard. There we go. Yeah. Yes. Kevin Willard is the coach at Maryland. Which – Homecoming. For Kevin Willard. Hey, hey. I never really thought about that. God, he's going to beat the snot out of him. I mean, what, I mean both those teams are going to be so bad. Yes, yeah, if you're unfamiliar, Scoots and Trevor have a $500 bet on who wins more games between U of L this year in basketball and Eastern Michigan. <laughs> my, my, uh, <laughs> thir- so funny to say out loud. My 13-game prediction was even generous. I gave them two games that I don't think they'll win. So, maybe, maybe 11. That is the funny thing is that like, nobody's really betting – Eastern Michigan here so much. You're just betting that Louisville's total is going to be so low that just your middle of the pack MAC team is going to be yeah. able to surpass it. Well, I've got. I actually talked to a bar, guy at the bar a couple weeks ago. He was an Eastern Michigan alum, and he was convinced they're going to win the MAC. So that's good news. That is good news, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, they. Um... This this bet will be over in end of January. They got Western Kentucky coming to town. They've got Bellarmine coming to town. That first game against Bellarmine. What if you lose that one? It'd be great. I love that they're going to Hawaii, but they're hosting Chaminade for an yeah, I exhibition. That, I thought that was kind of weird. <laughs> it's just really funny. Yeah. Still waiting on Kenny Payne to get some recruits. The texter says Scoot should be shoot Scoot should bail on Stranger Things now and start breaking bad. Absolutely not. I'm already two seasons in. I'm halfway yeah, done. Yeah, he's halfway invested. I can't I can't give up now. I will I when I saw this text and sent it over yesterday afternoon, I did think to my you will like breaking bad. Yeah, no, I've seen a I've seen a couple episodes here and there, like back in college, but yeah. You will like it when you get around to it. But yeah, finish Stranger Things. You're already rolling and binge watching is always a good time. A texter says that extremely edited version of In the Club slapped hard. <laughs> well, what do you want? The unedited version? All they said was, I think, sex and drugs. 
It was a long. It was a long pause. It, it was. It reminded me of like an eighth grade mixer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just some of the music that they. Well, the worst is whenever you would hear, you would listen on a certain radio station, and they would over edit. Oh yeah. Right, like you. Like, you you heard you knew what edited versions sound like, but then you would get another version where it did just cut up everything. Yeah, cool. back when like the Little Wayne, like, uh, the Carter get, came get, out. Get Woe was the big one, right? Because you can you can edit that thing as much as you want. <laughs> it is. I remember till the sweat drops down these walls, these walls. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the it's also funny that they just completely take out an entire verse of that song on Do the they? radio. Yeah, mm. there's there's four verses of it. Probably for the best. The East Side Boys, they 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 lose a verse. <sighs> That's unfortunate. What a classic. A texter says, tell, tell you what's going to happen in the Ole Miss game is Chris Rodriguez is going to run the ball down their damn throats. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, and you can't look at – because I, I really wanted to do that when I was writing my post yesterday uh, saying Ole Miss is one of the worst run defense because you could just say that every year about Ole Miss under Lane Kiffin. But they've played nobody. So trying to compare stats only two weeks in the season stuff in a lot of instances because – I mean, I, I don't know how many Kentucky might be first. Yeah, they're first in the SEC right now. I would think. Wasn't that the first SEC game of the year besides South Carolina, Arkansas? They're definitely first in the East because nobody's just played each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's there's two SEC games so far in two weeks. So it takes a while to get the stats to to kind of build in to be able to to really tell, but. It does feel like Kentucky should be able to run the football effectively against South Carolina, or not South Carolina, Ole against Ole Miss. Bofa. But, but yes, definitely Bofa. Uh, and when Rich Gangarello was asked, um, um, when he was asked last night about the um, the run game, it was like, hey, we, we, we wore him down. And it pretty pretty plain and simple. Um, so, hey. Just, just grind them away. Dr- grind them away. Wear them down like you did the Gators. Play physical. Now that Beat the golf scramble is over, can we get a KRC disc golf scramble? The old Bang-A-Chain Invitational. I, I, I love the name of it. Uh, I'm just not a disc golfer, so I would stink, but uh, I'd love to do a little KRC cornhole tournament. That'd be a lot of fun. Got to find us a disc golf sponsor, and we'll do it. Do we need to? Yeah. Go to old Iroquois Park. They're free. To play. <laughs> That's the joke. Now that I've moved out of town, I haven't been to a Cats game since Arkansas 2019. So, Scooch, what? if you get the tickets for the Mississippi State game, I'll drive up and go with you. What do you think? It's an option. I still want the Georgia game, though. I do think Scooch just thinks, like, if I'm going to go to a UK game, I want it to be the a, biggest. But, but also, would you factor in wanting to see a happy UK crowd and a more likely win? Oh, I mean, I'm I'm thinking maybe I can leave by halftime. Save me a couple hours. Okay. I go to the Georgia. You're, at, you're not going to game this year. You're uninvited. He's out. What, I mean, well, how he's picky out. can you be? What a jerk. Yeah. Because I don't even give him the benefit of the doubt of like, well, if he's going to make his first game, you may as well make it like the biggest SEC opponent you can go against. I get that. You know, South Carolina, it's big time. This South Carolina would make, be a lot of fun. It'll make great atmospheres. I think they I don't think he, under, I don't think he yeah. understands that so much. No. But you know what? You're not you're you're not invited. You're not allowed to go inside the Krogue this year. Now, if you behave, maybe in 2023 we'll let we'll you We'll try again there. next year, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, you're out, buddy. <laughs> a texter says, come November 21st, the Kentucky Wildcats will have the number one, number one ranked team in football and basketball after beating the two Gs. 
Georgia and Gonzaga. That is going to be a wild, wild UK week. <sighs> did we ever get a time for the Gonzaga game? Oh, I thought we did, but maybe not. I think we just got the date. In Kentucky, will you just give us a damn schedule? Why are we announcing yeah. one game at a time? Is it right? By the way, UK announced they're playing Yale on December 10th. We already knew we were playing Yale, too. Woo! It's just, we got a date. And I was I was anxiously awaiting to put that on my calendar. UK. Yeah, I don't I don't think we got a time. No. Yeah, I think I just did a quick, quick Google search, couldn't find it, but it's on that Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a crazy Monday show, uh, probably a sluggish one at that, too. I can I can just force Two it. hours will not be enough for that Monday show. That is true. Going let's, to the SEC championship. Let's, let's, let's say UK wins both games. We're leading the show with Georgia, most likely, mm-hmm. which would be weird. Just because it'd be a day later. Yeah. And it wouldn't UK be as recent. Will have one in Spokane, which is likely be a wild atmosphere. UK really needs you to be playing your tournament basketball games in, in the Yum Center this March. Gonna really need you to make that happen. So if you drop that Gonzaga game, that's okay. I think you can live yeah, with that. Yeah, that, that's the best part about the Gonzaga game, though, is not being penalized but for losing. No, you can't. You just can't pick up a bunch of law. You gotta be a. You gotta be a one seed this year. Gotta be a one seed this year. Uh, Texer says, hey, fellas, Brad from Bellbrook here. Hey, Brad, if we continue to take care of business and end the regular season with double-digit wins and a potential bowl win, could you see Kentucky flipping any of the commits of this upcoming class with Notre Dame, A&M, and other big-name schools struggling early? I'd hope Kentucky would be able to make a move for a few players. Well, we already talked about it a little bit earlier. Look for West Virginia. Who was that guy that from New Jersey, Heard, that committed to West Virginia that UK liked? And UK normally does pretty well in the in the Northeast Mid Atlantic region. Uh, Heard, I think he was a linebacker. James Heard. Yeah, that's right. He was, was in West Virginia. Yeah, he committed to West Virginia. Huh. I would I would love for him to go ahead and and flip on to Kentucky. But uh, that will be something to keep an eye on, as it always is. The Carmel English at Auburn. That's a big one. Um, you know, Harson. Would yeah. you go ahead and guarantee UK will flip somebody? Before their recruiting yeah. class is finished, it yeah. always happens. They're, they're going to. It always happens, and they may lose somebody too. May lose a person or two. That happens as well. Uh, and then also maybe UK's choice to lose somebody. That's always a good position to yep. be in. As difficult as those conversations Which, may uh, be. Steve oh. Wolfon put a crystal ball in last night for uh, William Wu Spencer, New Albany kid. Oh, the he's kid the former male. male guy. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Considered a four star by a lot of services. Plays a uh, will play guard at the next level. Okay, and uh, he the crystal ball is to Kentucky, correct? Correct. correct. Uh, that's what we like to see, baby. All right, let's take our last break. We'll come back. We'll finish up the Thornton's text line. I've got, really I've got some fun to go clips to play on the way back. Yeah, and Roush has some stuff ready for us that I don't know what it is, which I'm excited about. So don't go anywhere. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kidd. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. We're not going to fall for a banana in the tailpipe. You're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> With Walker and Rob. It should be more natural, brother. It should flow out like this. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. <laughs> oh, that rejoin made me smile. 
You know what else makes me smile, TJ Walker? Well, it's coming up on the text line. Salsaritas? Mm-hmm. Somebody texted about it. People love Salsaritas so much, they, they text into the Thornton's text line about it. Because it's so great. It is. It's really, really delicious. I mean, whether you're getting tacos, like on Taco Tuesday, a quesadilla. Quesadilla is good for going through that drive-thru in Middletown because it's a nice, clean eat. Uh, but you still get all the fresh ingredients that you want. Um, I have a confession to make. Oh, no. Yesterday, super busy day, back out in Pleasureville and that part, Eminence. Eminence, great town. Great folks out in Eminence. Uh, out in that part of the town, driving. I don't think they I – well, I didn't eat there, but in my travels to, to and fro, only place I could go to was a Salsaritas competitor. I, I should wear a dumps cap. I hate it. Mm. The – Amount of chicken they gave me was comical. Like I, well, I, I, I thought they were joking, and but they kept moving down the line, and I was like, I wasn't gonna be like more chicken, but I did say like, oh, can I get double chicken? I forgot to mention it because I'll, I'll like I'll pay for extra, and they gave me the double, and then they gave me another scoop, and I was like, even that would be an underwhelming just single scoop. That's like a, I mean, it, it was it was pathetic, and the lettuce was just like that yellow brown, uh, like clearly not fresh. Uh, that bleh, I was so disappointed. Salsaritas, it's such healthy portions. It's so fresh. I mean, it's the fresh Mexican grill. But of course, it's going to be fresh. So much better. So that was a, a lesson that like it seems like once maybe every six months I end up having to go to a competitor for this, that, or the other. And then you're just let down. I can't do it again. Yeah. I, I don't. I think I cannot do it again. Salsaritas is just so much better than their competition. Friendlier staff, cheaper. Tastier. You save money on the app. Tastier, fresher, you name it. Salsarita's got it going on. And then, the like, they don't offer a combo with chips and salsa at the other places. I mean, you could make it, but then, you know, You're go ahead and give them away. your arm yeah. and cut it off right it's there on the crazy. table to hand it to them. And then you don't get wildly addictive chips. You get, like, stale, gross, uh, hard, like, cardboard chips. You can't break them with your tongue. Everybody knows the things that you can break with your tongue are, are the best in the chip game. So I made a mistake. I'll never do it again. I'll be going mm. to either Middletown Salsaritas or St. Matthew Salsaritas from here on out, unless I find myself in another pinch. But I'm really going to not mm. try to make that happen. I'll just go get a – see, the thing is you can kind of eat healthier at Salsaritas if you want to. Yeah. You get taco salad. Yeah, and you don't feel like as bad. Yeah, yeah. But if I, ever, if I ever have to choose between Salsaritas or a competitor, I'll just go get a fast food fried chicken sandwich somewhere. You know what? It's okay, TJ. You make mistakes. It happens all the time. And – uh, there were some folks that made some mistakes this weekend. Um, Frey McCaffrey, he 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 stepped in it, uh, incidentally, this weekend. Hey, Brian, Fran McCaffrey here. I wanted to reach out and let you know that all of us in the Hawkeye family are thinking about you. Your family loves you, your dad loves you, the Hawkeyes love you. Maybe think about making a move back to New England. But wherever you go, wherever you are, the Hawkeye family will always be with you. Go Hawks. So that was oh. that was one way to uh, poke fun at offensive coordinator Brian Ferentz, the son of Kirk Ferentz, the head coach. I think it's I think yeah, we need but to set, we need to set the ground of what that is. So that was Iowa's basketball coach 
doing a cameo. Yes. And when you do a cameo, a lot of people probably haven't gotten one before. You just basically give them a script you, to read. You, you, you pay them money and you say, hey, this call is either, you're, you're doing it for me. My, I'm a huge fan. My name is blah, blah, blah. I like you because of this. Or you say, hey, this is for my brother. He's going through a hard time. A message from you would really pick him up. He's a huge Hawkeyes fan. So what they did oh, is they man. tricked Iowa's uh, basketball coach and they tricked oh, Bob Stoops. This former, one's even... Former Oklahoma coach. And former Iowa to, football player. To make these messages regarding Iowa's offensive coordinator, who is the son of their head coach. And he's so bad. And it's obviously not going well. What's his name, Brian Ference? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they so they made the – so obviously Iowa's basketball coach did not know what no. was up here. Bob Stoops did not know what was up here. But the prompt that they were sent – It's so funny. They got got. They oh. got got, and it made for just hilarious online content. You're probably going to see more of this moving forward. Uh, so here is Bob Stoops' message. Hello there, Brian. Bob Stoops here saying hi. And uh, listen, I know you've had a tough couple of uh, two, three years there, but the good news is – your family still supports you, buddy, especially your dad. He wants you to know that. But uh, and even though everyone else seems to be against you, sometimes the best advice is to break free from the family business, man. Go do what you got to do. So uh, anyhow, all the best to you and a big boomer sooner and good luck. Oh, man, I love the break free from the family business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, in classic fashion, Bob much better than Fran McCaffrey, but neither. also the Stoopses—they're all. I mean, Gosh. they're brothers, man. So I guess the you prompt was that. probably like, "Hey, our, our son is in the family business, but he's clearly not happy. He's cl- he wants to get out, but he just needs some he needs motiva- He needs some motivating words." <laughs> That was really good. That was a really, oh, really yeah. good troll and, job. And wh- whatever that person paid to make that Wasn't happen. Enough. Oh, yeah. I mean, n- <laughs> not nearly enough. I mean, Fran McCaffrey scoots, he had to make a statement. He had he had to make a, an official statement saying, <laughs> listen, I'm trying to raise money for Coaches vs. Cancer. I've been doing this for a while. Uh, had no idea I was talking about Brian Ferentz. Did Has there been any commentary from the Ferentzes? Um Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kirk had his news conference yesterday, said Spencer Petras is the quarterback, um, and said, uh, you know, we've had problems no matter who's back there um, with our offense. And it's like, yeah, because you hired your – you promoted your son. Like, why can't you just get somebody else? Like, and that's the, – the, the funniest part about Iowa's ineptitude offensively is, like, they're going to – I mean, they had a uh, – Linderbaum was a center who got drafted either at the end of the first round or beginning of second last year. Like, they, they have good linemen. You think they should be able to at least run the football, but they they lack so much creativity offensively, and it's on Kirk to go out and hire an offensive coordinator. And what does he do? He hires his son. Yeah, it's tough. That's tough. Oh, so bad. Even Bobby Petrino thinks that nepotism is a little bit much. Which, folks, Bobby Petrino is going to Arkansas this weekend. Yes, he's playing at Arkansas. And as oh, one, I didn't know that. As one tweeter put it, if he doesn't ride out in the midfield on a motorcycle, then what's the point of even playing this game? Man. He opened his career against a former school, too, didn't he? How do he Arkansas opened his tenure fa- at Missouri State against a former school. How, how does uh, – I didn't know that. How does Arkansas fans view Bobby Petrino? It's similar to Louisville, but not with the same desperation. Like, they hate Petrino for ruining a good thing because they had so much fun when he was there. I mean – I guess also, like, Arkansas is top ten. They're in a good spot now, so maybe they're going to be a little bit more forgiving of the yeah. way things ended. 
Yeah, and maybe. But he, he got fired, right? Yeah, he got fired because he was sleeping around with uh, an employee. That's yeah, not good. Of, and like uh, hiring them. Yeah. Into positions they shouldn't have probably been in. Yeah, so, so but like, I, I bet I bet it'll be friendlier. Yeah, yeah, you'd like to you'd like to think so, but they were very there, there was a while there when they when Bielma they were down in the dumps and it's like, gosh, Petrino, if you just stayed off that stupid motorcycle, then <sighs> it wouldn't have worked out in the long run and for Petrino anywhere. He just doesn't care enough about recruiting. It's true. He, he just doesn't care about people in general. I think there's probably some truth to that as well. But he did caddy for his daughter that one time. He's eight and four last year. Uh, where are we at on the text line here? We are at the text that says, um, "Hey fellas, oh wait, uh, we already got Brad's. Either, Either you one guys, of you, there you go, there you go. Either one of you guys going to Oxford? If so, let me crash in your hotel. The Airbnb and hotel situation is horrid down there. Yeah, you had to get on to the summer texture. I've got to say something. But even this summer, it was expensive. Oxford is a tiny college town. It's expensive for any big game down there. It was expensive this summer. I'm seeing people just now, like, realizing it. What did you think? It was downtown Atlanta? Like, it's a tiny, tiny little town. Here's the deal, though. Stay in Memphis. Yeah, that's what Stay most are doing. Yep, same Memphis. Stay our Memphis. our drive. And for what it's worth, I haven't made I haven't made my 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 plans for where to stay. And worst case, I did this in college. We for when I was covering UK basketball for the Kentucky Colonel, we drove down to a basketball game in Oxford, the Nerlens Noel block game, Ooh. and drove back afterwards. It's only it's only like a six or seven hour drive. It ain't it ain't the worst drive in the world. So. Uh, that was too much. I wouldn't recommend driving to and from, but there are plenty of places in the surrounding areas. Tupelo, I think, has some affordable hotels. Yeah, Memphis it's, um, has some. Tupelo is just you drive past Oxford technically to get there. That's kind of the, you don't like. Yeah, you don't want to make it a longer trip if you don't if have you to. If you don't have to, but, they make right. honey there. Oh, okay. Home of Elvis Presley. That's Tim McGraw said. Yeah, we know. Didn't know that. Uh, it's, a, it's the song. <laughs> It's nice to see the love from national pundits for Kentucky's win in the swamp, but none I saw could articulate why, how the D-line maintained their rush lines, how the edges kept AR bottled up in the pocket, how the secondary kept their receivers covered. Very few defenses could execute that game plan. That's why Kentucky is one of the best teams in the country. My buddy lets me know that there's a Toyota plant in Tupelo, so not just honey down there. Some Toyota cars Ooh, as well. Maybe they have some nil deals for Ole Miss players. Don't tell that to UK Pez. I will <laughs> I will crack. I do crack up at, like, the – I've seen it from Florida fans. I've seen it even some from my U of L friends. So maybe I'm oh, – maybe this is a little hyperbolic. But I've seen plenty of people mention, like, I just don't know why Florida didn't run Anthony Richardson more. So because they couldn't? I mean, it's just such a weird – like, say that out loud and then just think of the most common or the most likely answer. To why they didn't run him more. You just run him more, you're going to score more time. They couldn't. Where is he going to run? He had nowhere to run, especially in the second half. Yeah, and if you look big picture too, like Kentucky stopped the run game overall. Florida had 136 yards on... They really only had that one big run. 30 attempts. I mean... It took him 30 times to get there, and you're right. I mean, one you of those out, was – You take out that huge one, and I wonder what that – what was that, like a 45-yarder, 40-yarder probably? look up their big play. So they had, they had a 40-yard run, and then they had three more that were 13, 11, and 15 yards. Their so, touchdown run was a really nice play. So they're that, under that 100 good, yards good, besides that touchdown run. Their touchdown run was perfectly that executed. Was, that was the only drive they had that was – over 40 yards the entire night. Jeez. They couldn't move the ball at all. And you could also make an argue that Square was getting held on that play when he was trying to 
Exactly. I mean, Kentucky's defense was just lights out. And uh, there's, and they're only they only should get better. You know, you're it, it yeah. stinks. There's no Geiger for the rest of the year. You probably have more injuries. That's just part. That's cost of doing business in the SEC. Mm-hmm. But they're it's a stacked unit. Three dollars and six cents in Pleasureville. That's almost as pleasurable as the like Scooter deleted from his Twitter account. <laughs> Damn, two days in a row. It's a little Real, bit of a stretch. Yeah, there yeah, you tried. It was, it was good effort, though. I appreciate that. A texture on the Thorns text line asks, does Trevor have a sports coat? My box, six people, is still open if you boys want in. Thursday, October 27th, the Tennessee weekend. Let Scoots experience all the glorious sights like Vegas has to offer. Trevor does. He would wear the suit to the do the TV show. Trevor's out. He's not invited to Keeneland. Yeah, no, we can't take him. There. Secondly, they read this text on the Mike Rutherford show. They made fun. They said, don't call it Lex Vegas. That's really dumb. Uh, call it whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. And then they both they they Mike went into this stupid stupid rant about how Keeneland's overrated and not that great. Mm, I was uh, wondering how they got on that. And that that's only just from being a Churchill Downs guy. Like Louisville's better than Lexington. Exactly. And everything. That's all it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. Is just but no biases like, that are really really. He bad. said aesthetically it was better than Churchill. That's a no-brainer. Anybody that would say anything besides that would just be lying. He says it's not classy just because people dress up. You still have the same debauchery at Keeneland that you do at Churchill Downs, which is just a flat-out lie. Yeah, no, like it's, it's just it's not as yeah, like you, you don't have people like falling around, pulling hair, fighting. Like I, I've seen some stuff at Churchill Downs. Of course, everybody's seen some yeah. stuff at Churchill Downs. But so much is, they they would describe Churchill Downs as a seedy place. Roush is the biggest Churchill Downs fan in the world. But like he I have to admit, that it's false. Better. Yeah. Like it's just and Keeneland's only open two days a year, and Derby's better than anything that two Keeneland does. And two yeah, months a year, yeah. 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 Uh, Texer says Keeneland's a lot harder to win at too. This is just a, a better races. He there. did eventually come down to like I never win at Keeneland, and maybe that's why I don't it, like it yeah, as much. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough sledding there, especially if you're going to try to win. I know Mike's a pick five player, hard to win a pick five there. You can get some win bets and st- like you you can win, and you know maybe you get an exact here and there. It's, but it's hard to win at Keeneland. Good horses there. TJ and Roush, are you guys better at spot up shooting or shooting off the dribble? Aren't most people better at spot up shooting for the most part? I can pull from the dribble, though. Man, I miss playing basketball. It's been way too long. The only shooting I'm making off the dribble is a hook shot or, like, going all the way to a the A little rim. runner or yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make elbow jump shots, but off the dribble, eh, yikes. Yeah, you get me on the – you get me on kind of the, the – not the corner, but what's the word I'm looking for here? Like the wing? Short corner? Wing. The, the wing, wing. The yeah. wing perimeter. And that, that's a shot. Boy. It's a sports it, it, soccer it, spot. And I can be I can be twenty six feet out if need be. Like as long as I'm set and I and I've and also everybody there's a feel aspect to basketball. Like if you're just feeling it, it's good. But uh yeah, that's 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 my cup of tea. Also, suck it plumly, bro. Since you met me and you saw that I'm five foot nothing, you don't ask me this question. Just assume I don't play basketball. Damn. Damn, you did meet him, too. Wow. Is Peloton worth the money? You mean Pelotron, and if you use it, yes. If you don't use it, no. It's that simple. I use mine every weekday, so it's definitely worth it for me. Oh, wow. Every weekday? Good job. Every weekday. Yeah, nice, usually just, TJ. Usually just 20 minutes. But, like, I do think about it, like... I'm still probably just going to have a beer belly, but just like with my quads are going to <laughs> like be ginormous. Um, <laughs> my butt, my quads. I also, I think the best way, there's a workaround here, Texture. Um, we got a, a similar knockoff, but you don't have to pay the monthly Peloton fees for the classes. Yeah. Um, and I think if you have a Peloton, TJ, you have like six logins to use their classes. So you can still access their classes. But you, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you can you can give people their own logins, but you just don't 
climb up the leaderboards or anything. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, the the reason I like the subscription, which is probably overpriced, the bike itself I think is kind of fairly priced. Again, assuming you use it, but the subscriptions probably the monthly subscriptions probably overpriced. But I'll do. You know, I'll do yoga. I'll use some of their other classes and whatnot. So I think it's probably worth it for me, but it's like anything. If you use it, worth it. If you don't, not worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Wow, would Mitch get a cake for Cal like that? <laughs> Looks like we know who the teacher's pet is. <laughs> oh, man. Somebody says, I read where Pookie Jones' son has an offer from UK. Do you all know anything about his recruitment? I actually saw Pookie a couple weeks ago. Talked to him. Um, and what's cool is they have a younger son, too, and in a game – they, they, they connected on their first touchdown passes of their varsity career. But here's the thing, Texture. Pookie's son, I just looked it up. He got his offer in 2020. Like, those offers you give to kids as freshmen and sophomores, they're not real. Like, they are real, but they're not real. They're kind of they're contingent on you just being good. Yeah. And like, if you're good, like, hey, remember how early we offered you? And if you're not good, yeah, you haven't heard from us in two years. That probably tells yeah, you Yeah, like we're you – yeah. So, I, I – but he has been, you know, like Pookie said, like he's been hearing from schools. I could see him ending up in the Mac or something like that. You know. Okay. Yeah, I mean he's a, he's a good athletic quarterback, but he's not a SEC. Yeah. Yeah. The John Wayne strut during "I Won't Back Down" bump stoops up to at least an eight point five on Man, the attractive. That sale. video. That was, a... and I've been like listening to "I Won't Back Down" now more. And singing it, whistling it all cool week. If UK played that at some point on Saturday, just kind of to troll Florida uh, oh, yeah. and just get the crowd all all bonkers. Oh, man. A texture says, "TJ, what's your thoughts on Brett Favre volleyball arena controversy? That guy just cannot help but expose himself through text messages." <laughs> It's a low-hanging joke, and I would guarantee it's been made out there at some point. But it's so easy, and he's so stupid. How, who is his like? Who is giving him advice? Like, who is his circle? Nobody of people talking to nobody because Brett Favre like does, does what Brett Favre does. He's a like gunslinger, he baby. Does some really really dumb stuff. He will still always be my second favorite quarterback and my childhood idol as like a player I looked up to. But off the field, the dude is just a dingus. There's no Huge ifs ands or buts about it. Uh, Huge mistake, and maybe is he going to go to like face some jail time potentially, or is it going to be something he just can pay back and maybe get a slap on the wrist? But it's not a good look for him at all. Basically, being like, is this going to stay quiet? Like, what are you doing, dude? He's got some bad advisors around him. Do you all think Kentucky can win a national championship in football in the next ten years? Does Mark Stoops think we can? Uh, yes, and yes. I think Kentucky can. Doesn't mean they will. But again, if you are knocking on the door in the East. That means you're knocking on the door in the college football playoffs. And Roush, if you're in the college football playoffs, still, it's probably another big step. To, again, That's what I it's mean. It's probably still a big step from there. But if you're there, if you're in the dance, you got a chance. That's what I always say. The the big the big thing is that there are steps in the the other ones. Like there there are big steps on the ladder to climb the college football ladder. Right. The early ones are very easy to get up. And, and when I say easy, but they're they're at least obtainable if you have the getting right people. Getting to a bowl game is very obtainable. Yeah, getting to a bowl game, uh, getting a winning record in your conference. There there are certain check marks you can do that everybody that a lot of teams can do. But once you get to competing for a conference championship, from there to keep going up, it's it's a lot harder. Well, I'd say this. I'd say the things that Stoops hasn't checked is get to the conference championship, get to the college football playoffs win the national championship. 
he is very I think he's close to checking off conference championship. If you cross that one off, it is not a big leap to college football playoff after that point. Again, UK could do it this year, even with a loss to Georgia. So I think those steps aren't aren't too sizable and very manageable. But then I think it's another pretty big ladder from getting to the college football playoffs to winning it all. And we've seen that with a lot of blowouts in semifinal games, if we're being honest with each other. So three boxes left to check. I think he's pretty darn close to one and two. But the third one is the national championship. So in the next 10 years, can they do that? Well, look what he's done in the last 10 years. Look at all the boxes he's checked in the last 10 years. So I don't think it's impossible, but it's all about recruiting. And UK's got to get much closer to top 10 classes than where this one's going to rank this year in like 35 to 40. The other big thing, too, is just having the difference maker quarterback. I mean, Florida, Florida is the most recent new national champion, and it's because they had a Heisman Trophy at quarterback. Yeah. They had Danny Warfel there. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. A texter says, I really wish I could be a Saucerita's guy, but I live in Lexington where the owner sucks. Yeah, the, the Lexington one not officiated with us, but uh, maybe it's good, maybe it's not good, but the ones in Louisville, top-notch, baby. Top-notch. We snuck our four-month-old in last week without the lap seat. Oh, how'd you do that? You just, like, walk in, not act like anything about it? Or what do you when you mean sneak in, give me more details. Put it, under, baby here. put it under his wife's shirt, act like she was pregnant, like I said. And also, what did you do with, like, diaper bags and stuff like that? That's another question I have. Although I do hear that they have a sweet little mother suite. Like, if you need to go breastfeed or change, supposedly it's got TVs, it's got bathrooms. Oh, so you're not missing out on it. Yeah, supposedly right. they got a pretty good setup for the for the women taking care of the babies. I'm taking my son to the to the game for the first time this weekend as well. What's terrible is not only the $10 lap seat, but diaper bags oh, are not that. allowed. Well, thank you. you I can take mind. a diaper bag into every pro sporting event I've been to, but not at UK. Plus, charging for a kid or two is a money grab, in my opinion. So next year, I have to add a ticket to my season ticket. Yeah, that sucks about that. I agree with you there. No diaper bag. That's crazy. I wonder what the protocol is here. All right, John. Because you just have to put your diapers and stuff in a clear bag? I guess. That's a pain in the butt. It is a pain in the butt. That's UK's got to change that. John here. Good morning, everyone. Hey, I have a question this morning. So this hypothetical could be just for about any team sport. Let's just use basketball for a hypothetical. Okay, your team is down one with no time left, and you you have not made a basket all night, but you find yourself at the line to shoot two to win the game. And you go up there, and you make the first one to tie, and the other one goes in, and your team wins the game. Should you be the hero of the game? I mean, you only made those two points all night. You missed everything else. I believe the person who makes those free throws should be the hero of the game. What do you guys think? We'll got to go talk That's to you later. Brandon Knight. You're the hero of the game. Yeah, exactly. That's a per- the Princeton game. Mm-hmm. He was Didn't make a horrible shot all night. in that So one. bad. Probably the reason why the game was so close because he played so poorly. No doubt about it. But it didn't matter because he made the shot that won the game. And unfortunately, UK didn't have the players step up to do that in the St. Peter's game. But yeah. UK had the ball last. It didn't matter who was playing poorly that game. Pretty much everybody not named Oscar. If somebody hits that shot, they're remembered as a hero in that game. So yes, John. And clutch is clutch. Pressure is pressure. It's a real thing. So to be able to go up there in that situation, knock down two free throws is impressive. How much money did Jay Wright make by coming back and putting on a performance like that in front of 22 NFL scouts? Oh, Jordan Wright? Um, I, I was. Uh, you said Jay Wright, and I was thinking like the Villanova coach for a second. <laughs> I was very confused. Yeah, I, I really don't know what Jordan Wright's I, – I, I don't know what his NFL fit is. Um, but either way, if he keeps – doing things like that. Like, there's just something – you can't coach 
the one-handed interception, right? You can't coach that that nose for the ball. But to show that ability, I think the biggest thing was just to – Anthony Richardson couldn't beat him to the corner. Jordan Wright was fast enough to keep him inside. So I, I, he's definitely on their radar now. Um, they're going to be keeping an eye on him. They're going to be asking about him at practice. They're, he's going to have to answer for the suspension – um, and he's going to have to test well, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, he can but like, that suspension easily. Yeah, but the, the, the testing well is going to be the other part of it. But he's at least on their radar now. Who's going to have a Jamin Davis-like year? Where people inside the program knew Davis was poised to to blow up, but you still needed to see it. And then fans figured it out by, like, week six. They're like, oh, my gosh, this dude is special. I think Could it be like a Deion Walker? It's a little early though, because one of the things Jamin Davis he 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 went to the draft right away, and he also he he wasn't a first round pick when he declared either. He, so he's kind of unique uh, in that regard. But I would think I mean, that but it kind of came out of nowhere that like this guy's gonna have. If you would have said at the beginning of the year that like this guy's leaving early and he's gonna be a high draft pick, people would be like, oh, okay, I guess I'll need to see it. Yeah, and then we yeah. saw it, and he was really really good. I don't know. That's tough because JJ, people you think, you like think we would about think it, that you get back to me tomorrow. Okay, I'll, I'll try to come up. Scoots, I'm impressed and surprised. You all have a $500 bet on two college teams. Texas A&M just lost to an FCS team at home in front of 90,000 fans. Anything can happen. Yeah, anything like Louisville winning six games. Yeah, but U of L is just not going to be that good of a team. So you all are. Do you all think? I mean, $500 is a big bet, but is it though? It is. It's the biggest bet I've ever made. Really? It's a bit, $500. Yeah. Big bet. 400 was my biggest before Well, this. I think the other thing, too, is one of my friends made a similar bet, and I think I talked about it yesterday, UK or Notre Dame winning more football games. But, like, that's – like, he, he's made similar bets before. Like, he had a $500 that Tiger Woods would win another major with somebody else, and the guy paid him out in payment plans after Tiger won the Masters. Yeah, Very funny. Pay, at least he paid him out. Very funny. A texter, do you think Arkansas is legit top 10 team? I guess I just know a lot of degenerates. That's really what it's coming down to. A lot of big money betters. I do think Arkansas is a legit top 10 team, but right at like number 10. Yeah. I think they're good. And I think they've, in a similar fold, I think they've been building and building and building. It, it, all, okay, but here, here is the one thing about Arkansas, though. They've beaten the, like, they, they're going to play much better teams than their schedule sure. this year. Yeah. They, they've beaten good teams, like fine teams. But not necessarily good, great teams. Cincinnati, they're just fine. It's just the same thing about South Carolina. They're, I agree with that. They're, they're, those are both probably six to eight, maybe nine win teams. With Cincinnati, you figure in the American, they're just going to beat up on a ton of people. But those are just fine teams mm-hmm. that they beat up on. I'm curious what happens once they get in the meat of that SEC West. But when you think about it, there ain't a whole lot of SEC West. You know, Auburn. You know, I mean, really, it's it's pretty much Arkansas. Um, Mississippi State, and then that A&M game always gets wonky with them. That'll be big for them. And it'll be big for on A&M's side. In Dallas, right? Yeah, and I think the that game, ever since they resurrected that series and brought it to Jerry World every year, it was one-score losses every year for Arkansas until last year. So, uh, Last text, we got to run. They just say, are you all nervous? C-Rod will be a little rusty in that Ole Miss game going against an SEC defense. No, I think he'll be hungry as all get out. I yeah. think he'll just be so ready to hit somebody. Um, I, I'm not I'm just more – my only concern is, like, the fit with the offense and him knowing that, hey, this is something different than what I'm used to, but that's what practice is, and he's been practicing all along. Yeah. You know, I think he missed very little practice time throughout this entire ordeal. Very, very little. Rusty, though, it, if it comes in the form of anything, it's a fumble, and that would also not be too abnormal for what we've seen from Chris throughout his career. So, 
All right, everybody have a great Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy the Cats beating the Cards in volleyball tonight. 7 a.m. Thursday. We'll see you then. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Roll. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kent. Roll.